Bulletcast for life. Get up, get up! This is a revolution! This is our time to rise! Look deep within your mind, look deep into the hate in my eyes! We are the elite, and you are the Ladies and gentlemen, you know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. Just in case if you don't, I am a 24-year-old piece of gold on the, micro- the side of the microphone, the greatest sports recreational podcast in the world today. And yes, I'm joined by the nine-time Bulletcast champion. But Brandon, you know, there's kind of a qualm with that as I talked to Baby Huey on In the Click last week. Go check it out in the archives of that show. Uh, he wasn't even involved in the picks for it. So... Well, you know, sometimes the entire rock. We, this isn't WWE, you know. Not everybody just gets a shot at the at the title. We're not doing automatic the, rematch. Clauses. He was the champion. We're not doing automatic rematch clauses anymore. We're just like the big boys. Something has to be on the line for Hell in the Cell, though. Well, I mean, I'm a fighting champion, and like somebody on this podcast. So I, I mean, I was thinking you're you're still bullet cast in the bank. Why don't why don't you why don't you ever put that on the line? I don't know. I don't know how these things work. I need, a, I need an agent. It, it, it's, 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 I mean, if you want, you know, because I mean, you haven't used it yet. And then I give it to baby Huey and then he like cashes it in on some like NWA show that I never watch. And then I'm just, you know, SOA. Well, I mean, that's why you have to watch everything. We talked about all, all promotions here, you know? Oh, well. You have to be, a, it, you have to be a historian of this business, Brandon. You have to watch everything. Well, we got the uh, some very peculiar match picks and promo picks later on, so we do watch everything. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we we know what we're talking about. Shout out to the smoke detectors, the third man of the show. After smoke the other... detector gets a a title shot for Baby Huey. Oh, shots fired! Hubert and I are going to talk about this later. Oh, oh my, oh oh my. All right, uh, here we go. We're going to go over the whole. A SmackDown show. This 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 is very interesting. Uh, but before we actually go over the the matches and the things that happened, uh, we we have we must talk about the draft because that happened. Um, so night one, things happen where I'm like, oh okay, you know, you see Roman, he's staying on SmackDown. Of course he has to. Jay Uso staying on SmackDown. That just makes sense. When they move Seth over, I'm like, okay, cool. The, the Monday Night Messiah, excuse me, the gimmick's not going to be anymore, but it was never really about the name. You know, it was about what he's going to do for the greater good. And then I'm like, and then as it goes along, Dominic Rey Mysterio to SmackDown, I'm like, wait, what? And then Buddy Murphy to SmackDown, I'm like, yo, all this has been going on for like six months, and they just going to switch the colors on the ropes? Like, come on, what are, we do- what are we doing here? Seriously, what are we doing? Storytelling, Philip. Look, look, buy look, one, I, get five free. Look, I love bring uh, them all I, over. I love long storytelling, but when you've ex- exalted all of your options, really, it, it's it's time to give up and kind of move along. You know, we're just in the early stages. We have to see how Aaliyah really feels about her buddy Murphy. Look, honest to God, this could have been Murphy's time to shine with Aaliyah on Raw. And Seth could have done stuff on SmackDown. He could have. He, he could have gone, let's say he could have gone after Matt Riddle and be like, your out-of-work habits aren't for the greater good. Wink, wink, you, you know? 
stuff like that. We could have done that. We could have done that. Would you like me to go through the entire draft? Because I have it pulled up in front of me because, you know, I do my homework around here. Uh, yes, let's let's go through the entire draft. And that'll this is going to be kind of a short episode, folks. We're not really going to touch on everything that happens on Raw. Yeah. Well, we have the I have the entire list in front of me. I'm just going to go through Raw first and then we can go through SmackDown. So, as you said, the champions are going to be staying on Raw, at least the singles champions. We got Drew McIntyre and Asuka. The entire Hurt Business is going to be staying on Raw. And then now we got AJ Styles moving brands, which I think this makes sense. I think you're going to see throughout both the shows that they're putting more of the heels on Raw, more of the baby faces on SmackDown because you got the baby face champ on Raw heel champion on SmackDown. So it makes sense. Absolutely. 100%. I, I like AJ's move back over to, uh, back over to the red brand. Let him uh, go after that WWE championship heel AJ versus Babyface Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. G- give me that. Give me that. I am excited to see what those two guys can do. Then we got Naomi and then uh, apparently, I mean, the women's tag team champions are supposed to just be bouncing back and forth, but I guess they're, Initial rights are retained to Raw, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Uh, Ricochet, he's staying. Uh, Mandy Rose, Miz and John Morrison. So I, I've kind of been ignoring what they've been doing on SmackDown. So now I guess I can't because now they're on Raw. And they're, Miz and Morrison, not very good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. The way they, what they've been doing as of recent, you know, there's kind of an about it. I mean, but they're in a legal battle with uh, Otis for the Money in the Bank contract. Um, I, hey, you know what? I hope they get it. Could you imagine a heel John Morrison as the WWE champion to end this, this reign of Drew McIntyre or Miz? Let's say he finally gets the, the opportunity he's rightfully deserved since his last championship reign where now he's a seasoned vet and he's really ready to carry the torch of the company. I think you just keep it on Otis, let Otis cash it in on Roman and then he loses. Just keep that it is, That is a waste of this contract. You know, this is why I don't like Otis. And why did you put it on Otis in the first place? This, look, this because he had some hype because he was involved with Mandy Rose, you know? Like, that, that doesn't make any sense. No. You can't just get hype because you're involved with a woman. No. But does he stay hype? No, no. He Oh, did he get drafted? Is that get drafted? Is Mojo still with the company? I think he is. Bo Dallas is apparently still with the company. I thought he was going to show up in NXT, but that was Ember Moon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows what I know. Yeah, I, I know. Who, 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 else? Who, who else? Who else? We got uh, the Raw, or now the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Now they're the Raw Tag Team Champions. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Street Profits going over to SmackDown. I don't know if you want to talk about the breakup first, or if you want to talk about you know switching champions. A lot. This is kind of the one of the bigger moves, I would say. Yeah, so um, you you saw the the uh, the expression on E's face, you know, once they announced that um, the champions, the new champions, uh, Biggie, not Biggie, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, they beat Cesaro and uh, Nakamura for the SmackDown titles. They're going over to Raw, and just you saw the look on E's face, like, wow, you know, we've been rocking together for like six years, and this is finally the end of it, you know. I mean, but it, you have to you have to kind of admit it was time, you know. I thought they were just going to do the thing where Kofi was the single star and Ian Woods were the champions uh, of the tag division. Thought they were going to run that back, but with Ian the single star position this time and Kofi in the tag slot. But no, they uh, they they they're uh, 
they're they're broken up for now, you know. But you, we're always going to look for a new day reunion. But hey, Big E, can, he can get some new gear. He can get a new theme song. It's this is his time. That's by doing this. That's what they're trying to tell us. Build him up. It would be a nice little slot at the Rumble for E versus uh, Roman for the title. Yeah, I think it definitely is Biggie's time, and I agree with you that we didn't need to do some sort of big angle with the breakup, and uh, they could have gone their separate ways but stay on the same brand. But I think this is a nice little way to kind of force the issue. It was it was out of their control, but you know they're still friends. I don't I don't know what Biggie's get up is going to be if he's going to still come out to the New Day music if he's going to change his look up entirely. But I, I do like the move. I think it is time, and I think if you have them all together on the same brand, even though they are technically you know going their separate ways they're broken up i think there's always going to be that that longing for the new day to get back together so i i like the move but i'm gonna have to wait and see what they do maybe more so with uh kofi and xavier because they kind of weren't the tag team so we're gonna see how that really plays out over on raw yeah and then you know we have the the or do you want to keep going through the draft i mean you what do you got to say philip I mean, we have the switching of the, uh, the the tag team titles. So the Street Profits, they do get switched over to the blue brand. The smoke is coming over there. Hey, I'd, I'd be interested to see Montez Ford versus Roman one time. I, I'm not opposed to it. But, yeah, so we were wondering, okay, so how is this going to play out, you know? Like, are we finally going to get a title unification? No. They literally just switched championships. So is this still their current reign, or are they now uh, another tag title added to them because it's a different color i would assume that their raw title reign stopped and now they're starting a new title reign oh well we'll have to we'll have to check the internet to to make sure you know all right moving on we got you know some real steals in the draft here we got dana brooke going to raw uh angel garza going to raw as well we got the i mean i guess they've already broken up but i guess the real breakup now of him and andrade because andrade is going over to smackdown continuing on raw humberto carrillo uh drew gulak tucker unfortunately otis and tucker they've been split up now i think this is maybe bigger news than than the new day honestly sad sad news yeah i mean it's it, it's it is what it is you know heavy machinery they were okay uh, Otis is obviously, I guess, the, the real star. But we'll, we'll see what Tucker can do on Monday night. Yeah, I don't really see Tucker really being anything unless they want to turn him heel and he can just be a, a quick little foe for Drew McIntyre. I mean, outside of that, I don't see much for Tucker. Then, continuing on Raw, Grand Metalik and Lindsay Dorado. Lucha House Party is broken up so, so sad. Uh, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Alexa Bliss, conveniently, are going to be on Raw together. Randy Orton continues on raw so i i did check this out apparently the street profits this is a new title reign so they are two-time tag team champions in wwe and undefeated unseated raw champions yes the second ever wwe triple crown tag champions congratulations to those boys and they've won the evolved titles so they're just all over the place they 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 are they are you know new day that's what their 10th tag championship now they're tied with the dudley's is this the first with Kofi? Because usually, well, I guess they did Freebird Wars. So I guess Kofi was champions with them before. Yeah. So, Okay, so continuing on, Raw, we got Randy Orton and Charlotte Flair. Whenever the hell she comes back. Uh, Matt Riddle, bro, he is on Raw. So you can't get that Seth Rollins-Matt Riddle feud that you so desperately wanted. But we got Jeff Hardy. Uh, Retribution, just all of them. I think it would have been funny to have Retribution get drafted to SmackDown in this outlaw tag team or group of people just happens to move jump ship just because the 
the big bad evil corporation that they're trying to take down tells them to. Uh, Keith Lee keeping on Raw. Elias, who I think is Elias. I think he's a heel now, right? Even though last time we saw him, he was a babyface because he yeah. got ran over. I, I, we haven't seen him since what the Rumble or not the Rumble, but Mania. We haven't seen him since he got ran over by uh, maybe drunken Jeff Hardy. Oh yeah, that happened. I forgot. I forgot about that. And then he attacked Jeff Hardy on Raw, and then that's apparently that's where we're going. We're gonna get Elias and Jeff Hardy. Cannot wait. It, it is what it is. All right, uh, Lacey Evans, Sheamus, which I think Sheamus is a good pickup for Raw because I think Sheamus could be an, a viable short-term foe for Drew McIntyre, uh, Nikki Cross. The 24-7 champion, R-Truth. That's a big get for them. Uh, Dabakato, Titus O'Neil, Peyton Royce, Akira Tozawa, Lana, Riddick Moss, Aturo Ruas, and Eric from the Viking Raiders. Aturo Ruas, who was that? He is uh, one of the raw underground guys. He's been on NXT a few times. He's a Brazilian. I don't know if it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but he's Brazilian. He's an MMA type of fighter. I do like his look. I think he had some upside in NXT, but they kind of just took him off to put him on the raw underground stuff. So we have to see exactly wow. what he can do. That's the, that's that's interesting. That's 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 very interesting. Um, I don't know how I feel about any of that. Um, but uh, moving over to SmackDown, the big dog Roman Reigns staying on SmackDown. Uh, we got uh, Seth Rollins, as we talked about, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. I mean, she, she was getting a push kind of on Raw, but now she's moving over to SmackDown. I think it's nice I, I, because I, I, the Street Profits are there as well. I want to talk Bianca Belair for a second. I, 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 do, I do like that. I like that she's going over to Blue Brand, give, give, give her a chance to shine. I'd like to see her mix it up with the Carmella. I think that'd be that'd be dope. Um, recently, I, I've heard Dave Meltzer had some uh, derogatory remarks about Bianca Belair. You know, I heard this on the Cheap Heat podcast last week, and they were talking about how, you know, he, he basically said on his show that, like, she, she can't really do any of those athletic feats that have been in her vignettes. And then that's why she posted those old uh, videos from her running track and field. Like, you know, yo, I do this. I, I do this. And it was just kind of, Meltzer was just kind of be like, oh, well, like a woman can't really do that or, or whatever. And if she can, because of her genetics being like, oh, all black people are good at sports type deal. Not a good look, Dave. Not a good look at all. Yeah, I didn't hear it or even know about this. So I'm just going to stay away from that. Uh, no, but uh, I mean, you sing his praises on the show. I mean, I don't really sing his praises. I just, you know, go off of his reporting. I mean, his reporting is kind of bo- bogus. Let's see. who's. Uh, I'm actually on his website, but Dave Meltzer did not write this article or whatever, this list of people. This is, shout out, Joseph Courier. Shout out that guy. <laughs> all right so continuing on smackdown uh we got jay uso the mysterios as we already talked about Big E, otis murphy kalisto shorty g he was a free agent but he uh, signed with smackdown so good for him uh the smackdown women's champion bailey conveniently stays on a smackdown uh daniel bryan excited to see if he ever comes back from paternity leave to maybe face off against Roman Reigns. that can be a hot feud maybe Possible WrestleMania matchup if The Rock or somebody else bigger doesn't pan out. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see them run it back from Fastlane 2015. Uh, Kevin Owens, another person who can challenge Roman Reigns for that title. Lars Sullivan, we saw him uh, return. Uh, any thoughts on him coming back and laying the Miz and Morrison out? Dude, we are. Uh... Oh, but well, yeah, he came back and laid out what Ms. Morrison and Jeff Hardy. 
Oh, you know, Morrison, Morrison ran away. He laid out Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, and uh, Miz. We, we got a, we, we got a fan mail. It's from, it's from Hootie Who. Hootie Who. He said, mates, Lars is back from making movies. Uh, I mean, dude, honestly, I don't care about Lars Sullivan, bro. I mean, he was gone for what anxiety and then he was gone even longer because people found out what he used to do in his, uh, in his private life or whatever. I don't care about Lars Sullivan. He, he never seemed like a big deal to me anyway. Yeah, and and I've kind of said it like put the heels on Raw and put the baby faces on SmackDown. It's kind of I'm wondering why they put Lars on SmackDown with Roman being the champion unless they're going to kind of keep him at that IC title level. But then even there, you have Sami Zayn who's also a heel. So I I kind of wonder why they put him on SmackDown instead of moving him over to Raw because I mean you can't really say like it's an anxiety thing of like putting the smaller show on there because they're both no fans. So I mean. It's, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if it was just kind of a personnel move and kind of evening things out, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see with Lars. I, I'm, a, I'm a little higher on him than you, be, but uh, personally, you know, he's not my favorite in the world by any means. No, no, absolutely not. All right, uh, King Corbin staying on the blue-brown. I know you you love that. IC champion Sami Zayn, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro, Dolph Ziggler, and... Robert Roode, Apollo Crews getting switched over to SmackDown. Uh, well, I'm glad Apollo's done with the Hurt Business. Dolphin Roode, they were just traded to Raw, but what's going on? Eh, well, you know, they were like uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick of WWE. They're just going to go back and forth, and they're just going to be all over the place. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Carmella, as you talked about, Aleister Black. So maybe we're going to see Aleister Black and Kevin Owens for the thousandth time again. Uh, Natalia, Ruby Wright, and Liv Morgan, Tamina, Billy Kay, and Zelina Vega. Tamina, I love it. Love that she's on the blue branding. No, that's where she'll be able to get a chance to shine and do what she does. I'm a fan. And that is it. Uh, well, this draft wasn't really exciting. You know, we, we got some switching of tag champions. That, that's that's really it. You know, back in the day, the draft used to be it used to be the ish, man. It really did. Like, oh, my God. They moved JR to SmackDown for commentary, but he's been on Raw for all these years. You know, stuff like that was cool. Yeah, it's it, it, it's happened. It, it really has happened. Well, I feel like they do like a draft every six months so i mean as i say it's kind of hard to really get invested and have those big time moments when i feel like everyone's been on the other brand you know within the past year or two yeah you know i mean but seth has never been on smackdown so this this is big 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 news i mean even if roman like they switch champions like i still wouldn't think that was a, a big big deal like it would have been 15 years ago I mean, this is a big, this is a big move. This is a really big move, you know. Can we go back to the days where like Rey Mysterio was on SmackDown for like six years? Can we, can we do that? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the end of the draft. Uh, kind of go over some stuff that happened on SmackDown. Big E defeated Sheamus in a Falls Count Anywhere match. This was uh, pretty brutal, you know. The uh, white noise on the car. Big E's just bleeding all over his body, and Sheamus is obviously bleeding because he's pale. Uh, what do you think of this match? I thought this was a real good match. You know, good, hard-hitting stuff. I think this is we're going to see more from this from Big E. Um, we have another very hard-hitting match later on in our match pick of the week for all the wrong re- for all the wrong reasons. But I did like this one. I mean, it was a nice short little feud, and it culminated with Big E getting the win. So I think that's a good sign for Big E going forward. 
Absolutely. Uh, New Day come back. They win the tag titles. What do you think of the match? Oh, good match. But overall, I mean, everyone's going to remember the ending when everyone gets drafted and kind of the emotions from that. 100%. Uh, Lars Sullivan comes back. We've already discussed that. Uh, Bailey retains via DQ as a heel would do. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the, the one of the top feuds going in WWE. So then you, you promise a match on uh, SmackDown on like a week's notice, and then you give them a scurry finish like WWE tends to do. AW, they had pretty much all clean finishes on all their title matches, which WWE can say the same, but that just isn't how things roll over there. Yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, the Fiend defeats Kevin Owens. Yes, he did defeat Kevin Owens. And the Fiend's on Raw now. That's, that's interesting. And Alexa Bliss is conveniently. Funny how things work out like that. I, I know, you know. Uh, Alexa Bliss, shout out. I mean, that, that when she was on the KO show and, he, and she was like, he's everywhere. Like, that, that was brilliant. I, I love that. I love that so much. Um, also, so... Jay Uso was out there cutting a promo. He was on Cheap Heat last week, by the way. Go check that out. He got me all fired up. I'm really even more invested in this feud now. Uh, and he said, you know, he, Roman was on the screen with Paul Heyman, like in uh, just like a room. And he, Roman looked like a million bucks. You're just calm, cool, suave, collected. And you, you, you tell him, like, what's going to happen to him? Because, you know, it's going to be a hell in the cell. I quit match. Yeah, I mean, I've really been enjoying what Roman Reigns has been doing. I like the character. I like how he's, you know, it, it is kind of like what everyone thought he was behind the scenes or how he was acting on screen, just kind of too cool for school. And they're really bringing like the worst and best parts of him out of that. And I mean, they're continuing on with this Jay Uso food, which I'm fine with. I think it's going to probably culminate with Jay like saying he's the tribal chief or something like that. So. I mean, I, I like it. It's a nice little introductory feud, but now that we have the draft and everyone's kind of reshuffled, and it makes sense now because they were reshuffling everyone. So you don't want to have somebody, you know, get in a feud with Roman and then maybe they jump over to Raw. So I like it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's it for, for SmackDown. Let's get into outside of the ring. Thunderdome, their uh, WWE's contract with the Amway Center has been extended until um november 28th of this year so you know that gives them a, a nice time so it looks like survivor series will be in the thunderdome uh what, what are your thoughts on this and what do you think they're going to do for december I, I don't know i nxt has been inviting people inviting fans to uh watch their shows so we're kind of seeing wwe slowly kind of implement live people in attendance so i i, I don't know if they're going to do it by the end of this year, but I think maybe Royal Rumble time. I mean, I think that's kind of what Vince is looking at is keeping in Florida and maybe you can do something maybe like at the Miami, uh, what's it called? Miami Marlins ballpark. You can do something outdoors there, bring in 10,000 people because Florida apparently just allows anybody to, uh, to show up. This is true. You know, like, like I've said, there've been no real laws in Florida. I used to live there. Yeah, I just visit there for Disney World, like many other people do. I've been to I've been to Disney World, never been to Disneyland. Wow, got to go to the OG park. And I'm not really a Disney fan. I think Disney's corrupt as all hell anyway. Everything's corrupt. That's true, except us, except except this show. Exactly. Yes, you know that's why you have to get out and vote, people. I voted, Brandon. 
my my uh, my ballot's still collecting dust in my room, but I'll, I'll get it done eventually. Maybe I, this I, weekend or next weekend. I personally went to the voter registration office and dropped it off, Brandon. You're a better human than I am. You know, Kanye West was on the ballot. Did you know that? I didn't know that. He, he legit is on that thing. I was like, wow. It, back back to wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Back to wrestling. Um, apparently, Big Match John, the guy behind me there with the spinning WWE title, he uh, apparently he got married to his uh, girlfriend Shay. You know, so looks like Cena really wasn't opposed to marriage. You know, damn. Drug Nikki along for so long. I know, and, she, and then she got rid of him. Got engaged. Got a baby. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Wow. That's something, isn't it? See, everything worked out. John Cena found his match. Nikki found her match. Shout out Artem on Dancing with the Stars. Shout Still out. on there. Really, really. He's who, gonna he's gonna win it. Who, Artem's gonna win. I can't remember who the hell his partner is, but they're gonna win it all. Is his partner a celebrity? Uh, well, they're, it's called Dancing with the Stars, so they're all I, celebrities. I mean, are they though? I mean, they had Carol Baskins on this season, so really, really. That, that, that's very interesting. I saw a little bit of Dancing with the Stars the other night. It was uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite to win? I don't know. There's just so many to choose from. I'm going to go with the ice skater because he's an ice skater. So oh. he probably knows what he's doing. I'm, I'm going to go with Jenny Mai. Uh, I think Baby Girl is going to take it home. All right. Inside of the ring, GCW, they have their collective uh, pay-per-views over the uh, – over the course of this past weekend for the culture it was an all African-American show. Hey, I ordered it. It was 13 bucks. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, they had a Trish, Trish Adora. She is the Pan-African Desperada, uh, real world's champion. You know, that's a championship for the people. Her opponent was Suge Dunkerton, also known as Pineapple Pete, as coined by Chris Jericho. Uh, Pineapple Pete was unsuccessful, but all in all, it was a good show, man. You know, some people like Faye Jackson, who, who's been making a name for herself. Um, the spring break, uh, Joey Daniel spring break for you saw the Walmart guys, you know, you saw to here and uh, Lord Adrian, Lord Adrian's one with the red dreads interviewed him yesterday. He's a, he's a great guy. He's actually coming out here, uh, to, to the Bay next month. He wants to link up. I'll, I'll see, I'll see, see if something like that can happen. But, uh, Brandon, have you seen any GCW stuff from, uh, this past weekend? Philip, I saw all of it and it was all spectacular. Really? Really? What, what was your favorite part about the Walmart guys? I mean, their in-ring ability is just top-notch. I'm surprised they're not signed to any of the big companies yet. Well, you know, Lord Adrian is professionally trained. Mm. Yeah, good for him. Yes, 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 yes. That interview is going to drop on Friday. It's 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 a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me. All right, this day in wrestling, there was a Raw this day in 2001. Uh, Rock versus RVD for the WCW title. Raw this day in 2006. Crime Time made their debut. Yes. Uh, there was a Raw this day in 2012. There was a Miz TV, and then Miz defeats Kofi Kingston in a – oh, wait, no. Kofi Kingston defeats Miz in a non-title match when Miz was Intercontinental Champion. And uh, Tamatanga, one half of the Gorillas of Destiny, he's 38 years old. Any uh, any thoughts about the things that happened on this day you see clearly? Happy birthday, Tamatanga. Don't hurt me. That's really it. That, that, that's just it. That that's that's all you had to say. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you would go, go a little bit longer, man. I, I really was. Happy birthday, Tomatonga, and 
that the raw from 2001 i didn't see it but damn it sounds like a doozy it, it i mean the rocks there i'm pretty sure austin was was around at some point in time all right guys we got all the fan mail yay so with all that being said uh here we go the smoke detector went off because they, they know what's up all right dan what's something you guys what's something about you guys that the listeners don't know Brandon, what's, what's something about you that we don't know? I don't know. What 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 do you what do you know about me? I mean, I'm very mis- mysterious. Yes, you know we, we don't really get into our, our our personal lives here, but but Brandon, what is something about you that the people that the nation doesn't know? The BC Nation, our fans. I don't know. If you ask me, just ask me a random question, and I will answer it. Really? Uh, uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, just we'll have to we'll have to ask him a random a random question. Just pineapple well, what going. Is that the, what is something that the people just, don't know about you, Philip? Oh uh, well, uh, I don't know. Does pineapple go on pizza, Brandon? It does go on pizza. Okay, okay. Big Hawaiian pizza guy. One percent or two percent milk? Two percent. Okay, okay, okay. How much sugar do you put in your coffee? Usually, I just do creamer. Right now. Okay. Happy you asked me that. I have. Cinnabon, uh, I think it's Delight Creamer, tastes like a vomit and not good. Have you ever dined and dashed, Brandon? No, I'm a good boy. Okay. These, you know, these we, were, d- we were in the same Denny's one time as Dave Meltzer, Philip. I don't know if you knew that. You I saw, wrote on the I, same paper as him. You, you signed on the same paper as Big Dave. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that, that, that's right. That's right. And uh, you also sat next to Adam Thornstone. He didn't remember you. Yeah. Fight me, Adam. <laughs> Let's not do that. Um, like I said, I used to live in Florida. And uh, I actually went to the same high school. I went to Escambia High School, same high school as Emmett Smith. I played on the Emmett Smith field, Brandon. Not only did Emmett Smith go there, uh, Trent Richardson, you know, he won a Heisman. I, I met Trent. He was, he's a great guy. Also, the Usos and Roman Reigns went to that high school. So basically, I'm destined for greatness. The, the only thing I can say is I went to a Royal High School, and I think, well, Ian Dawkins, you know, Chicago White Sox prospect. He went there. I played with him. So, you know, I'm, oh, I can be a White Sox prospect. But Damian Lillard went to a Royal High School for like a semester his freshman year. Really? Did, did not know that. That's what's up, you know? I mean, but you see, we're, we're both destined for greatness, you know? I went to the high school of great football players and world champion wrestlers, and you went to the same high school as uh, Damian Lillard. For a semester. I don't for think I actually played on the basketball team first semester first semester but, but but you know you know i i think that's i think that's really it you know I, I don't i don't really uh do too too much other stuff you know i'm just i'm just here doing this show for you guys yeah that's that's pretty much it all right uh, we're gonna go to the instagram dms you, you you already know who slid in those things you guys already know what's up russell botch just posted follow uh russell botch they, they, they do great work that, that guy does amazing stuff i love it all right, M. Bright is day X. Mr. X. Yes. Uh, what was the point of Cody dyeing his hair dark in the first place? Uh, is this a version of reverse Super Saiyan or what? Uh, the darker hair gave him more power, but, you know, I, I love strawberry blonde Cody. I absolutely do, you know. Uh, I, I, had to, I had to go through the AEW media to, to get him to dye his hair back, honestly. That's what I had to do. Love it. Love it, though. How, how, how do you like Cody being blonde again, Brennan? I like it better blonde. 
I think the black, I don't know if it was because he had a diet black because he was on the TV show or whatnot, but it, it did make sense, you know, come back, face Brody Lee, a, a dark character. So he needs to, he needs to channel that inner anger and he needs to be dark and brooding and have the black hair. So, I mean, it makes sense. And going back to blonde, it's cool. It's fine. But uh, if Cody's, he, he shouldn't be dying his hair all the time. It's not good for his roots. You, Zach, the guy who played Zach Morrison, Saved by the Bell, dyed his hair like every week. Surprised that guy still has hair. Surprised Ric Flair still has hair. Wow. Well, we're just going off the same thing. What, what, what are you trying to? Rick never dyed his hair. How dare you? It was he's all always, always platinum. Always. Hey, he, he, he's a, he's a platinum killer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out Slick Rick. All right. Uh, is Darby Allen taking over the Sting? Uh, taking over for Sting by hanging out at high places now? Yeah, I think so. It fits his character. You know, why not let him do it? You know, he's not in the rafters. He's just very high up in his seat watching just some in, wrestling. Just in the nosebleeds. Just in the nosebleeds. You know, it's a little drip drip on dynamite from him, too. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, was I the only one bothered by the way the draft worked? People being drafted to shows they're already on. What What's interesting about that? Yeah, that that made no sense. That really that really made no sense at all. I mean, I think from a logistical standpoint i think wwe did a good job at like kind of explaining the rules having two separate pools you can pick whoever you want but then yeah on the other hand there were some like convenient you know picks where like Sami Zayn, he falls all the way to the fourth round you would think you would just want to if you don't like Sami Zayn, just draft him because he has a title but you know besides all, all of those things i didn't really have an issue with it i think maybe do something to where you only have like a smaller amount of picks, but you have to pick someone from the other brand. Uh, I don't know. Or you have like, a, like a, like an expansion draft to where you save, like you can save your champions and like some other people, but then everybody else is eligible. Something like that. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, he says, well, Lars is back and I could uh, honestly care less. Gave up on his career after his, he left NXT. Uh, I saw Lars Sullivan have a great match in NXT, but it was with Keith Lee. And, you know, I, I just credit Keith Lee for, for all that success. Yes. Yes, that's what I do. Um, Monday Night Roth, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton fought again. Lana's the number one contender for the for the women's championship. See, you just got to go through a few tables, you know, take some take some bumps and you can make it to the Stars kids. Hey, hey you know, I, my, my good buddy Sam Roberts, who I listen to quite often, he said – that uh, you know, th- this is the match he's he's been waiting for. So, uh, you know, Sam says it. It must it must do good business. Yeah, Lana's gonna come out and do her Karana enchiladas, and it's just gonna be fantastic. Where where did you get this her Karana enchilada from? Where, where where is this coming from? May or may not be stolen from Bruce Pritchard. Oh oh oh, you steal from Bruce Pritchard? Is that something that people don't know about you? Yeah, there you go. Even though I haven't listened to a podcast in like forever. Ah, I, d- I deleted it because they just took up too much space and I just wasn't listening to them. So Wow. Does he does yeah. he even still do them regularly, even though he's running like WWE now, basically? I believe he still does. I wouldn't know because uh, I deleted uh, the podcast uh, off my phone. Wow. Speaking of that, let's talk AEW because that is where big boys play. All right. So we have FTR. Uh, they successfully retained their tag team championships of the world for AEW going up against the best friends. Uh, it was a pretty, it's a pretty good match. Very, very close, uh, very close call at the uh, 
Was it the dude buster double stomp combination? They almost had them. They almost did. But all in all, FTR, they are still the tag team champions of the world. thought this was a, a fantastic match. I, I love it to uh, start off the show. But I, I did not like the video game stuff. I mean, you, you break. I mean, why is there a, an arcade game just right there sitting and they just happen to run into it? And then now the heels are mad because they their arcade game got broken. I mean, it it. I don't want to say it like is stench. It does. It smells like WWE, but it's like, it's pretty stupid. I don't like it. And Miro coming in, I, I had some high hopes for him, but this isn't the best way to start him off by crying over a video game. Well, I mean, let's, let's look at his WWE career. Let's really look at it. You know, you know, he was over sure, but it died down. Maybe Miro wasn't all that great to begin with. And it's like when it comes to AEW and they have more creative control, it seems like how much of this is like the wrestlers saying, you know, we want to do this and how much of it is like whoever the young bucks or someone else trying to be like trying to be cute and do stuff like this. So I think in WWE, it's a lot easier to place the blame on Vince. But then when it comes to AEW and there's some questionable booking decisions or storyline decisions, I don't know exactly who to put the blame on because I can see Miro wanted to do something like this because he is a big video game guy and he is kind of a, a, you know, he likes to poke fun and likes to have fun. So I don't know if he wants to be that super serious evil heel. So I don't know. We have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, they run into the video game and then Miro and uh, Super Pat Kip Sabian attack the best friends. Mm. And then we have Miro and Sabian defeat Lee Johnson and Sean Maluda. Yes, there was a match that did happen. Yes, 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 it, it did happen. Uh, next up, we have MJF, and he has a he has a career changing announcement. And do you know who he has out there to, to support him? Ooh, a bit of the my my friend Chris Jericho, and you know Maxwell's like, you know what? I could possibly want to join the inner circle. And then Jericho's like, are you sure you want to join the inner circle? And then you know they, they banter back and forth. MJF's like, "Can I touch your hair?" He's like, "You do you really want to touch my hair? It looks luscious, by the way. Jericho's hair looks luscious." So yeah, um, I guess they're gonna have a one-on-one meeting next week. You know, Ortiz said, "We don't want you. We don't need you." And then Jericho's like, "You know, we're a team. We'll discuss this, but we should meet one-on-one." So next week they're going to have the Le Dinner Debonair, which I'm I'm a fan for it. I, I I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love it all the way. Yeah, the MJF. Chris Jericho stuff it is kind of cute. It's kind of funny at times. I, I think they're maybe trying to go into like the Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho uh, friendship. I, I don't think it's going to be as good because I think uh, Kevin Owens is uh, a much better personality than MJF at the moment. I mean, he's a much more lovable personality than MJF. So, I mean, we're going to have to wait and see exactly what happens. Is MJF trying to take over the inner circle? Is he really just trying to, you know, be co-captains or whatever the inner circle with Chris Jericho? So, it's like, you know, we kind of see where they're going with this. It's going to end up with MJF and Chris Jericho, but we don't exactly know how we're going to get there, which is a good story. Absolutely. If they do it at full gear, it may seem a little too rushed because we, we don't even know like how many actual matches we're, we're, we're going to have at full gear. Hopefully that thing's not four hours again, though. I know that. We shall see. We shall see. All right, Britt Baker. She has a she has a promo. She's uh, getting facials and everything. And Tony Schiavone is with her. And you know she talks about her great comeback. You know, what are your thoughts? I mean, we haven't seen stuff like this from Britt Baker in a while, so uh, it was enjoyable. 
I guess it was maybe not the best stuff that we've seen from her, but uh, I mean, I, I, I thought it was good. I mean, Britt Baker's saying that she's making her comeback, but yet she just had a match like last week or two weeks ago. So technically her comeback has already happened, but she's a heel. She doesn't this, need to make sense. This is her in ring comeback. She just had a squash match last week. Did she really? Yeah. She, you know, had a, had a kind of sloppy match then put her hand in someone's she, mouth. Oh yeah, she did. Huh? See, I remember. I watch everything. Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah, I watched it too. I recapped it here. I just, I just forgot for the time being. Well, I don't know. Yeah, she's a heel. She doesn't, she doesn't need a real reason. She can have as many comebacks as she wants. She can Terry Funk it for all we care. All right, and then Cody Rhodes defends the championship of America's Greatest Network, uh, the TNT title against freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Time limit draw. Now, AW has done time limit draws. I think previously twice. This was very good. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know the uh, what, what, what does he call his uh his the air raid crash? He calls it a beach what? What does he call it? Beach blast. Beach blast. Something something know. like a beach runner. I don't know something like that. He hit that. Cody kicked out. You know there there's like sixty seconds remaining or whatever. And you know he takes off that uh that elbow pad. He's gonna hit him with the orange punch. It doesn't happen. And then he hits the mousetrap. One two. I'm like, oh, man. So in two weeks time, we are going to get Cassidy Rhodes to for the TNT championship. And the winner of that goes on to full gear to face Darby Allen. So last week I was kind of wondering, like, why are they giving Orange Cassidy this match? Because he didn't really deserve it because he just lost to Brody Lee. But that being said. I thought this was a fantastic match. Uh, Cody Rhodes doing another time limit draw. He had the one with Darby last year. And I thought it was really, I think it was very similar to that one. I think the Darby one might've been a little bit better because there's a crowd and, you know, we haven't really seen something like that before. I think kind of the ending is a little bit put on because, you know, they, I bet I got to give them the credit. They did like perfectly time it to where the referee was almost going to count three right when the bell went off. So I got to give him credit there. I mean, I, I, I mean, what is there to say? I mean, I, I really enjoyed this match. You kind of have the dark order uh, with the run in kind of making a little uh, kerfuffle out there. Shout out to uh, John, John Silver. Love that guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, good stuff. And I'm excited to see what they do with, uh, with it in two weeks. Absolutely. John Silver, th- th- that guy's going to be a star. This is why you need to join the dark order, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a cult. You know, it's, it's a way of life. It's a movement. It's a revolution, bro. Join DarkOrder.com, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Sammy Guevara. He pops up on the screen after Matt Hardy says, you know, he, you know, he's there with his family. Talks about how he, he wants to come back. And Sammy's like, yeah, I he just burns pictures of Matt Hardy. He's like, yeah, I attacked you because it's not over. Every time they clear you, I'm going to send you back home, you know, until you can't come back anymore. And then uh, Matt's like, my, my first order of business is to take care of Sammy Guevara once and for all. Yeah, it's wonderful. I don't exactly know what they're going to be doing with this feud. Is it just going to be do one match and that's it? Or are they really going to like keep doing this over and over and over again? So maybe they just want to retry the match, but don't do the same exact match. Just have a standard wrestling match in the ring. Maybe you can have a little bit of hardcore elements to it, but don't be jumping off of tall things and landing on the concrete. Don't do that. That's not a good idea. But if they just want to kind of tie a nice little bow on this feud because it didn't go the way they wanted to the first time. I'm okay with it. Yeah. 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 We shall see. We shall see. I liked how they worked that stuff in there though. And into the promo. Yeah. 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 
All right, uh, tag team qualifying match announcement. So next week you're gonna have a fatal four way. Uh, is it elimination or do we know? I don't know. I think it's just one fall to the finish. And you know they had the little roller thing there. They picked out names: Private Party, Silver and Reynolds. Who else? Butcher Blade. Butcher and Blade, and then the Young Bucks. That's gonna be good. That is going to be good. You know, and then the young books are like, you know, calm down, Tony. We're not here to super kick you. We're here to super kick these guys. And they just super kick everybody. And then the private party's like, no, no, we good, right? We good, right? And the young books are like, yeah, then they super kick them too. So are we finally going to get FTR versus the young bucks at full gear? That is a possibility. I mean, the young bucks haven't really been doing anything except for being mopey and growing their hair out. But uh, I still am just wondering, like, what is the the point of this what's the motivation of it we don't really the i mean the character of the young bucks is they don't say anything so it's kind of hard to really get a gauge i would under i mean they're heels i guess but they haven't really done anything except for super kick people so I, i'm not the biggest fan of what they're doing with the young bucks right now maybe once i see them like in the ring and maybe they get a little bit more mic time or character development time we're seeing some things on being the elite but for the most part, they don't really acknowledge that on Dynamite, so I don't exactly know how much to read into that. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. All right, we have Sheeta defeat Big Swole to retain the AEW Women's World Championship. Yes, this was a match. Wasn't the best match in the world. It happened. Uh, it, it did happen. No one got hurt. That's all we can ask for. Sheeta won. I, I, I this. Something happened to Thunder Rosa because they were like really hard pushing that feud and then they just aren't doing anything anymore. Uh, she's on primetime live. Yeah, but you can't just be going back and forth. No. LA to, LA to Jacksonville? That's, that's quite a bit, man. Yeah, but they do two shows at a time for AEW. Just, you know, show for a week and then go back and do primetime. Well, what if they're both on the same week? You, you, you got to make a choice. Hmm? She, she, she's with the NWA. NWA is partnered with the United Wrestling Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, 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 there are things you have to, you have to consider, man. Real things you have to consider. Uh Sean Spears. Uh, he, he was a perfect ten at one point. He has, a, he has a promo. Uh, talks about you know Scorpio Sky and how Scorpio Sky robbed him of a moment and how a moment can last a lifetime. What are your thoughts on that? It was just a good, straightforward, standard heel promo. I think just having a nice little mid card feud with nothing really on the line, title wise. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, I think it's a nice way to kind of maybe elevate Scorpio Sky or Sean Spears. Maybe they want Spears in the title picture. I don't really want to see that, but who knows? I'd, I'd love to see it. I, I think Sean Spears is a talent that, that, that finally deserves to, to be at that spot. Be a which great title. Which title? TNT? He'd be, yeah, he'd, world be, title. he'd be a great TNT champion. He'd be a great world champion. Hmm. Sean Spears, John Moxley, book it around the territory. Let's, Sell out buildings everywhere. Let's do it. And he's the one to he's the one to beat Moxley. Let's do it. I'm I'm not opposed to it. You know, I believe in giving people a chance. That's why I love Jinder as the, as world champion. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't hasty like the rest of you, parasites and hypocrites. No, no, I I, be- I believed in Jinder Mahal and I believe in Sean Spears, 100. Yes, sir. All right. After that, we have the main event. It is for the AEW Championship. Yeah, Moxley defends against Lance Archer. Archer attacks Moxley at the earlier in the show. Later on, Moxley attacks Archer. Now it's no DQ, and uh, yeah, all in all, Moxley retains. 
very similar to the match they had at Tokyo Dome, you know, hardcore style using all the plunder around ringside. So I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was, you know, good, hard hitting stuff. It's kind of what John Moxley does at this point. He's not going to go out there and especially with Lance Archer, not going to have a mat classic, but we had Eddie Kingston with the uh, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix on commentary. So then after the fact, Eddie Kingston comes out and they are all buddy, buddy. And then next thing you know, Eddie Kingston chokes out Moxley. So it looks like we're going to be getting that match sooner rather than later before full gear, possibly. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, that's, that, that's okay. I guess. Uh, or wait, no, no. I mean, I think the reason why he really did that because you know Pentagon and Phoenix are in the uh, the, the tournament. Just he's going to face Mox at full gear. But Eddie Kingston never tapped out. He never gave up. He still deserves a title shot. Check the rules. Well, baby, he still deserves a title shot. Check the rules, Brandon. And I'm I'm giving him a title shot. Oh, oh. I'm not running. Oh, oh, well. I'm here. Oh, oh, the fighting champion thing is played out, Brandon. You, you come up with something new. Okay, he can't he can't get a title shot until uh, WrestleMania because that's the only pay per view that counts. Whoa! Wow, that's just a just hating on the rest of the industry. Uh, oh my god! I don't know. We'll see what's gonna happen with uh, Moxley and uh, Eddie Kingston. Superstar Spotlight. Who do we got? Who do we got? I'll give it to uh, Orange Cassidy. He he had a great performance in this uh, time limit draw. They, they 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 made me believe. They did. I'm not gonna lie. They made me believe that he was gonna beat Cody for the title. And I will give it to Best Friends. I thought, once again, they had another good match. I was not very high on them, you know, at the beginning of the Dynamite run, but I think they've definitely put on some good matches, and they had another stellar one with FTR here. Best Friends, not that good. Hot take. I'll I'll say it, you know. I tell the truth. People don't want to listen to it. I told them the truth about Kenny Omega for years. And really, really look at his run in AEW, you know, look at where he is and look where, look at where Roman is. You you see who's really the best in the world right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Brandon, what's our promo pick of the week? Well, it is Halloween season, spooky season, one might say. So we're going to go to WCW on November 18th, 1995. We got a dungeon of doom promo, baby. We had, I don't even know if we've done one of these before, but we had the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. We had uh, is it Zodiac, whatever Brutus Beefcake's gimmick is over there. And then he uh, calls up Hugh Morris, and he uh, cuts a promo laughing every other second, every other word, and he's calling out Hulk Hogan. And, uh, yeah, very scary Dungeon of Doom promo. Yeah, I never want to see this again. I was not a fan. Not everything on here is good, just like the match pick, which is? Oh, <laughs> Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott, he was an MMA fighter. Then he went to WC, WCW. He was in an episode of Friends, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's how, that's how big of a star Tank Abbott was. Uh, he goes up against Big Al, WCW Super Brawl, <laughs> February 20th, 2000. This was 20 years ago. James Brown was on this pay-per-view. That's how great this and it, was. And it took place at the Cow Palace. It did take place at the Cow. You see? You see? Uh, see all, all the connections. You know, I love James Brown. Love the Cow Palace. Uh, yeah, so Tank Abbott just started, you know, I, I think what happened, Big Al steps on Abbott's face and Abbott was not having it. And it was like a le- leather jacket on a pole match. It was just weird. So UFC Abbott- leather jacket on a pole match. Yes. Yes. Vince Russo at its finest. So he just started 
wailing on him and punching dude. And then he gets the knife from out of the jacket and Alice laying on the floor. He's like, he holds a knife to his throat and they kind of just pan away from it pretty quick. And I'm like, wow. Not only does he hold a knife to the man's neck, he very audibly yells, I could effing kill you. Yeah. And then at one point during the match, you just hear Tony Schiavone laugh like, what's going on? So this. I don't say this lightly. This might be the worst match pick we've ever done. I mean, these guys were just potatoing the hell out of each other, mainly because they don't know how to do anything else. So I definitely would recommend you guys to go watch this match. It's only five minutes, so it's not going to take up too much of your time. But uh, it's definitely a sight to behold. This might be scarier than the Dungeon of Doom promo. Yes, you see, I, 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 I find the hidden gems, dude. I really do. I do. I've got some other stuff coming that's going to be going to be interesting. Oh, we never talked about it. Eva Marie might be coming back to WWE. The rumors have been circulating. So excited. Just can't hide it, baby. Honestly, I thought they should have put the title on her. I really do, you know? Imagine how much heat she would have got if she was the woman's cha- If she was the first SmackDown woman's cha- Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So is she actually going to be a wrestler? Because she was not very a good She was not a very good wrestler five years ago and now just add rust on top of that? Or she hey, hey, like hey, 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 hey. Come on. They said Trish wasn't going to get good. Look at her. They said the Bellas weren't any good. Look at her. They said Michelle McCool wasn't there, there's actually two. There's actually two Bella twins. Okay, okay. I said the Bellas. Okay. Look, look at hers. Oh, okay. You know, they said Michelle wasn't going to be any good. Look at her at the end. You know, we, we didn't don't... take like five years off. Okay. Look, 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 look. We don't. We don't know. She could. She could have been training while she's been making movies and modeling. We don't know. We don't know what she's doing in her spare time. Just because she does pe- look jacked. I yeah. follow her on Instagram. She is a uh, yacked. Yeah, exactly. Just because people don't post it on the gram or on the Twitter doesn't mean they're not doing it, you know? They, they can be grinding. A great man once said, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Who said that? Weezy F Baby. Lil Wayne? Yeah. The philosopher. He's, he's Little not, Wayne. He's not a good rapper. <laughs> yeah! He, I don't know why you're walking away. Look, I, I know you people think I'm crazy or I've lost it, but I, I, I speak the truth here. This is what I do on this show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I speak the you truth. Know, I speak the truth. Know, it's, it's one thing for you to slander Dave Chappelle. I will. He's not a great rapper. People agreed with me. He's not a great comedian. People agreed and with me. When you're going to come out here and say, Little Wayne, I'm not going to say, you know, he's the, the best rapper of all time or anything like that, like Dave Chappelle might be, but... I will stand by the Carter three, the best rap album I've of my favorite rap album of all time. The best rap out the best are your favorite. Which, which one are you going to work with there? It's the greatest rap album of all time. I'll, I'll you, say it. Have you ever, ha, have you heard death certificate by I, ice cube? No Vaseline, probably the greatest diss track of all time. That's just one song. Oh, okay. What about Tupacalypse now? You know, doggy style by Snoop, you know, life after death by Biggie. You know, ready to die. Real? Are you really going to do this? It's a Carter three. Look, Little Wayne. The the only time I've ever been like, huh, that was a nice bar. He was like, rain on my head. I caught that brainstorm. <laughs> Wheezy baby. I'm like, okay, that was that was cool. You know, his Little Wayne raps. You know, that that's that's whatever. You know, got my grandma on speed dial. Call it Instagram. I can do that too. I can do that too. You know what I mean? Bullet cast album coming soon. 
you know, hey, man, if you saw that photo of me on the scooter, the, the album's coming together, you know? I got a song called Tactics, got a song called Arguments, you know? I'm doing the damn thing in the studio right now. Wheezy, I'm coming for you. You feel me? Drake is going to be associated with me. You understand that? Believe that, homie. Yeah, Believe so there that. Would, there would be no Drake if there wasn't. Whoa, a whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just saying. Drake would have broke through anyway, you know? He was he was on he was on a opportunity. Lil Wayne may have gave him an opportunity, but I think Drake would have broke out anyway. You know, I saw him rapping on Degrassi. I'm like, yo, that's kind of tight. He might blow up. And then look at him now. Look at him now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. All right, we got to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I see what you did there. We're 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 having all these debates. All, all these debates. So follow us on Twitter at BulletCast, Instagram, The BulletCast, YouTube channel, The BulletCast, email us BulletCast2 is the number two, sweet S W E T at gmail.com. 9.9 FM, Kadem, and once of 11 Thursday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. Um, Lord Adrian interview going up on Friday. We, we have a great chat. You know, he talks about how he and Tahir got famous, you know, wrestling in Walmart, the breakaway tables, you know. Uh, the stunts, you know, what stunt he thought was too crazy to do, so they didn't do it. Uh, his music career and um, how he got booked for Joey Janela's Spring Break 4. You know, it's, it, it's, it's great. You know, you really get an insight. And plus, he's a Shawn Michaels guy, you know, so he's he's welcome back on the show anytime. Anytime. Exactly. You know, I talk all this stuff by Baby Huey, but me and Baby Huey share a common love for the greatest of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's not, he's not Ric Flair. Yeah, he is not Ric Flair. That is correct. Yeah, R- Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time. We know this. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I mean, Shawn Michaels better worker than Steve Austin. I said it. I mean, Steve, Stone Cold. I, if, I if, said it here. If Owen Hart didn't drop him on his head, whoa! Are you blaming Owen now? I'm not blaming Owen. I'm just saying, if he didn't break his neck, he could have been a much better. Re- he was just a different wrestler. When he was Stone Cold, when look, Stunning Steve in WCW, maybe fantastic stunning, wrestler. Look, look, you know what? Maybe Steve just wasn't going to hack it. You know, we, we don't know. We, we don't know. We don't know. Okay, it's, right. one, it's one thing to slander Dave Chappelle and Lil <laughs> Wayne, but when you start slandering my boy Stone Cold, <laughs> hey, Steve, it's over. Steve, Steve knows I'm just playing. I'll, I'll hit him up later. He knows, he knows I'm just playing. He knows. He knows. He knows. Lo- love you, Steve. Love you, bud. Love you. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Brandon and I will be back on Thursday to recap everything else. Uh, stay clean. Stay strong. Stay safe. Stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone messiah. Don't ever listen to Lil Wayne. And I will always get back upon my feet. We are the alive. This has been the broadcast. Thank you for listening.